Welcome to your Coach on Demand. I'm Dr. Greg Ketchum. I'm a psychologist and executive coach and a former radio talk show host. I'm joined by my partner, Steve Kofsky, who is a technology journalist and author and also is a former talk show host. We invite you to give a listen, try out some of the action steps we recommend, and we think you'll be glad you did. Hey there, Dr. Greg. How are you? Steve, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Well, always better when I see your smiling face <laughs> on the other side of my screen. And it's, uh, it's good to be, to be back on the air with you and uh, talking about today's topic. And if I can be honest, I think it's a pretty good one. Well, thank you, Steve. The topic today is, I'm not certain that I can be honest with you. But the bigger question is, can I be honest with myself? What to do when you're a good ways into a collaborative project and you realize in your gut that you're just not into it. Lay this out for us, Dr. Greg. What were you thinking? I've got a recent situation, Steve, where a colleague who'd written a new book asked me if he could be a guest on one of my podcasts to promote his book. I agreed to do the interview but found myself with vague feelings of discomfort almost as soon as I'd made that commitment. Now, while I was aware of that discomfort, I didn't focus on it, so I just plotted ahead. I sent my interview over to Frank for him to fill out, but what I received back was a long, pre-formatted question-answer summary that had little to do with my outline. He had even written out all of the questions for me to ask. Now, I reminded him that we only had 12 minutes and that I was going to have to edit out some of his content. Now, he accepted those changes, but I had a sense that he wasn't really thrilled about it. When we put together the final outline, I changed one of the questions he'd created for me, and I got pushback on why I should use his original question instead. Now, when this happened, it made me realize that he had a very particular way he wanted his material presented that didn't match how I work or my vision for the interview. It was at that point that I finally had to be honest with myself, face my own feelings of discomfort, and acknowledge that this wasn't going to work. So I called an audible and canceled the interview. Sound familiar? You know, it sounds incredibly familiar because I, I had almost the exact same experience, you know, just within the last couple of weeks. I host a, another podcast. and Really? Yeah, I've been cheating on you a little bit, Dr. Greg, I have to tell you. I do have a day job. That hurts. Yeah, I know, but I have to be honest. I have to be honest with myself <laughs> and with you. Um, you want to be honest with yourself. You want to be honest with the other people. But if you're, you know, on a salary in an organization... Sometimes you have to temper that. But I think this is good. This is good discussion. So, but Eddie, I'll, I'll say for sure I can relate. Yeah. Well, good. Good. So, yeah. And, and let's make that point, Steve, that, you know, sometimes you don't have a choice. You have to go ahead. These are the situations where you do have a choice. So why is this so important to our listeners? Well, my head was writing checks that my heart couldn't cash. I, I love that. Isn't that clever? That is good. Yeah. <laughs> I made the commitment without taking the time to consider my feelings. I had not done what Obi-Wan had encouraged Luke Skywalker to do, and that is to trust your feelings, Luke. <laughs> and it's not possible to trust your feelings without taking them into account when making a commitment like this. Now, does that make sense? It does. And, of course, we do this to ourselves all the time, and that's why we're talking about it today. That's why we need Dr. Greg to say, hey— you know, stop doing that. Don't delude yourself. <laughs> you're going to you're going to regret it. Tell us, Dr. Greg, 
how, how do we get ourselves, how do we avoid this situation? Well, the big question, Steve, is why had I ignored my feelings of discomfort of not wanting to do the interview for so long? Now, it has to do with old habits and old fears. Now, as a kid, I didn't learn how to consider nor trust my feelings, so I developed the habit of discounting them and believing that my feelings must be wrong, that I was reading the situation incorrectly. In addition, growing up in the South, I learned not to do or say anything that would make someone else uncomfortable. So those old habits and fears acted as blocks that kept me from simply acknowledging and considering my feelings of discomfort to make sense of them. Now, can you relate to what I'm saying here, Steve-O? What, what's the cost of not considering and trusting your feelings? Well, I think what you're describing, to some degree, it does have a correlation with maturity. That's a good point. But also, as, you're, you know, as you get older and, and more experienced in your career, you start to trust your gut. You realize that other people trust your, your judgment. I think that's part of it. And it, it isn't just an age thing. It can, you know, it, it's anybody, when you're new in a situation, you want to be a little tentative, you kind of walk on eggs. When you've got your feet right. under you and you're feeling more comfortable, you start trusting yourself. I think that's part of it. But you can't always wait for that. And I think the trick here, and I am frankly amazed that even Dr. Greg could fall into this trap, is forgetting to uh, to do a gut check in situations like this. I know you hold me in such high esteem. I'm kind of a, a role model, dare I say, hero of yours. And so I knew it might be a little bit of... Dare I say father figure <laughs> at, at your advanced age. Even. <laughs> well, <laughs> may I just say... Uh, Daddy? Oh, I'm sorry. Let's that's, that's, that's take it too far. I, I, I thought this would be a little bit of a shock. Yeah. But it seems like you're... You're you're weathering it pretty well. Yeah, I you know I may uh, I may shed a few tears later, but I'm you know I'm trying to hold it together for the podcast and well good and uh, good, yeah good, little good. little disillusioned. I can't lie to you. I got to be honest. Got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some action steps here, Steve. Number one, you want to develop the habit of respecting and trusting your feelings. Now, respecting your feelings means that you take the time to consider them in commitments that you make. And without taking this step, there's no way you'll be able to trust your feelings. Now, trusting means that your feelings are real and that there's a reason that you feel the way you do. And once you take the time to consider them, you'll find that reason or reasons. You trust your feelings, but be willing to question the interpretation that you make as to what's evoking them. Okay, that's action step number one. Does that make sense to you? It does, because what you're saying is the feelings are real. doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't That's mean correct. I have all the facts, and you can still, you know, harbor some doubt about your interpretation. Yes. But you can't dismiss the feelings, and they're there for a reason. That's really well put, Steve. You know, I'm so proud of you. What it's like seven years, and you're finally catching on. <laughs> doing well, well, some sometimes I do read the outline. I it's not often, you know. I kind of, you know, it's not it's not the way I typically roll. But I find that the answers are there if I actually read it. <laughs> Because you put them there. Um, but so, <laughs> all right, so all right. <laughs> give us a few key questions. What should you ask yourself? What can I do to kind of discover yeah. these feelings and what, what they're about? Well, so action step number two is you want to ask yourself a few key questions. When making important decisions and commitments, ask yourself uh, questions like these first and use your journal, as we always advocate, and write them out. Number one, you're getting ready to make a, an important decision or commitment. Do I really want to do this? 
Now, that sounds incredibly simple, but it's incredibly important. And we acknowledge there are some times where, you know, work stuff, you just have to do it. And number two, what feelings does this situation evoke for me? And am I being honest with myself about them? And number three, if I am being dishonest with myself, what's stopping me from facing my feelings? So those are questions you want to ask yourself to get you centered. And number three, uh, in our action steps, then you can make a fully informed decision. Now that you've considered and worked through your feelings to a point of trust, now that your head and heart are aligned, make your decisions and commitments. For me, that meant trusting that the interview with Frank was not a fit, so I canceled it. I could have ignored my feelings, continued on, and done the interview, which would have guaranteed a poor outcome and put a strain on my relationship with Frank. By being honest with him, not only did I avoid creating a half-hearted podcast, but I moved my relationship with Frank onto a more honest foundation. How does that sound, Steve, all those? It all makes sense. You know, it is situational. If I got up every day and looked at my work schedule for the day and said, do I really want to do this? I probably would just go back to bed <laughs> some days. But, you know, so, so you can't apply it to everything. Right. But then again, being honest about it, hey, you know, there's parts that I really do want to do. I got to get through this other stuff to do that. And the other thing I think that maybe you learned from Frank, because you were honest with yourself, you're also honest with Frank. You learned, can I collaborate with this individual? Can they meet me halfway? You know, is there, you know, a middle ground for us? And if not, maybe it's not a good fit. Maybe the chemistry just isn't there. And if I have the latitude to say no, I'm going to say no on this one. And uh, I fully respect the way that you handled that. And I think there's lessons in that for all of us. Well, that's great, Steve. And I think that's really well put. And, and let me just say, even in situations where you really don't have a choice over doing something, checking your feelings before you launch into it can help you in terms of knowing how interested you are or how excited you are, or if there are things that are uh, getting in your way of really being excited about this. So even in those situations, still checking those feelings is an important thing to do. I think so. And I think it can not only help you, it can help the people that you're working with because you may have found, you know, a flaw in the plan. Right. And yes, you know, the result of that may be you're throwing a little wrench into the works, but it might make it better. It might not, but it might make it better, might improve the outcome for everybody. And you're better off facing facts, going in, you know, with a full heart, not half-hearted, you're always going to get better results. You know, that is really well put. I'm going to quote you on that. I wish you would. Tell us, what is the deeper lesson here to be learned? Give us the high level. What do we need to know? What can we do? Well, the deeper lesson, Steve, is we all carry old habits and fears that get in the way of trusting our feelings or even being able to consider them in our decisions. A life presents us with opportunities to change and rise above those old habits and fears, but we can't take advantage of them if we're not self-aware enough to recognize them when they occur. Developing the habit of respecting and trusting your feelings gives you the capability to make better decisions and avoid making commitments that your heart truly can't make. That's right. And that's how you avoid writing checks that your heart can't cash. That's right. And you heard it from Dr. Greg. Topic today, I'm not certain that I can be honest with you, but bigger question, can I be honest with myself? What to do when you're a good ways into a collaborative project and you realize your gut is just not into it. 
Dr. Greg, thanks for sharing your insights today. I think this is going to help us a lot. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed the show tonight as much as we enjoyed being here.